Not for nothing. Uh, episode Good one day. million with your host, Chris and Chris. We're here, people. We're here. We're here. We're here. We are not suspended indefinitely. No. We are we are on air indefinitely. <laughs> Even though I did try to hit a dude in the head with a helmet. You did? Who? The league uh, has decided not to suspend me because our show is far too important and too it is. popular. It is. We're getting the uh, we're getting the Mason Rudolph suspension version, uh, which is just a fine, <laughs> right, right, <laughs> and a strict handwritten letter. You're just not. That's not very nice of you. Don't yeah. hit him with a don't hit him being in a helmet, bitch. Chris, what did you watch the game last night? Was I it, watched the game until the final. Once they scored the final touchdown, I went to bed. So I didn't even see this live happening. Well, thankfully, I had a. Uh, my friend Giddy over who won't leave until the bitter goddamn end, even though it was like it's four like in the morning. Father. I was, I was like, I was like, please leave. So Giddy? tired. Wait, first of all, your friend's name is Giddy. Yeah, it's short for Gidon. That doesn't make it better. Giddy Blitzstein. His last name is Blitzstein. <laughs> no way, it can't yep. be Blitzstein. It's Blitzstein. Oh my god, that's amazing. Yep. Yep. I, I have a friend like that. You know him, Mark. Good friend. Yeah. He likes yep. to stay until, like, even after the game is over. At he, your house? Like, yes. I, mean, I, I can understand at the stadium. No, like, at the... No, he'll just stay and hang on the couch, and then after a little while, he'll fall asleep. <laughs> and we we call it... He has a habit of doing this when he gets, like... If we're out... It used to be happening a lot when we, we go out drinking and to bars and stuff, where he would yeah. actually start passing out in the bars and stuff. Yeah. And since his name is Mark, we started, we gave him the nickname Markalepsy. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> it's so great. That's great. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how, like, to, to better sort of, well, let me just say this. Giddy you just tell made the, the right, you got, you tell made the right move because if he wouldn't have been, like, staying till the bitter end of what was maybe the most boring football game I've oh ever my watched. Oh, God. I just uh, wanted something. Thank goodness I got to see what I saw. This was something. Although I don't know what I saw, like I there's, here's here's, this was here's, one of the, the the most violent fights I think I've ever seen in a football game. For sure, right? For sure, okay. it's one hundred percent. Where I think that the thing that that, for those listeners who live under a rock, Miles <laughs> Garrett of the Cleveland Browns, uh, probably held on to Mason Rudolph of the of the Steelers too long after a a tackle or, or, you know, like a, a missed sack opportunity. Mm-hmm. Mason Rudolph got the pass off. Uh, Rudolph took, uh, uh, what's that exception to the, to, to him laying on top of him, which, which happens a lot in mm-hmm. sports actually, uh, looked like he went after his helmet. Just was like uh, all in all grab assing. Uh, <laughs> uh, Garrett gets pulled off of him. Uh, Rudolph doesn't like leave well enough alone. Garrett rips his helmet off. Rudolph doesn't leave well enough alone again. Mm-hmm. Garrett comes over the top with a helmet to hit, hits Rudolph he with hit his him. own helmet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is funny because I think that the one thing I have two thoughts on this. Um, one, where the fuck were the refs ever in this mm, whole thing? Right. The refs were nowhere to be found. Are the refs not allowed to touch players? Like, there's this, there's the the head referee number thirty four. You watch him the entire time. He never even touches a player. He's just yelling the whole time. <laughs> of course. He's just standing around yelling. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is, is like Rudolph, it's, 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 it's insultatory to get your helmet ripped off and then get clubbed with Seriously, your own fucking yeah, helmet. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. Doesn't he look like a little bit of kind of a bitch in this situation? Oh, like f- for sure. He, he, but he looks like a bitch because he, he's the one that he's kind of like the, 
little brother who knows he's going to get his ass beat, but he keeps taunting the big brother. Yeah. You know, and the guy keep coming because he thinks he's got to be tough and like prove a point here. And he's like, I'm going to keep coming after you and keep coming I'm, after you. And then he's well, like, and then he gets hit, you know, like with something hard. It gets punched and he starts bleeding. And then he's like, oh, and then he goes crying to mom. Well, Marquise Pouncey. Which is pretty much how gonna, my childhood gonna take was. But <laughs> Marquise Pouncey is going to take a three game suspension. That's fine. Uh, yep. because his, he should. Because his quarterback uh, couldn't just back the fuck off. Like, he like well, listen, and, and you're right. He's defending him, and I and I totally agree with everything he did. I'm, and I'm, and I love how, like as Reggie Bush said, was it was a total hood fight. Like as soon as he sees him hit him with his helmet, Pouncey just like oh yeah, go just sees yeah. white and just like starts yeah. like dropping bumps on a person with a full helmet. And like I mean, the kicks and the punches are hilarious because you might as well have just been doing it to like that was a street uh, fight. That was a street it, fight, like stomps and punches. Yeah, and, yeah, totally. But also, like, I think that the weird thing is, like, if Garrett doesn't hit, if Garrett misses with the helmet, right? Mm-hmm. The rhetoric today would have been, like, if he lands with that helmet, that's a lifetime suspension. Yeah. I think that everyone would have been speculating that, like, thank God he didn't land with the helmet. But the fucked up thing is, he did land with the helmet. Yeah. Thankfully, he didn't land, like, the right way or whatever way. Mm-hmm. Like, it could have been much worse. But I think that he did swing another person's helmet at him and land it. Like that's kind of it. I feel like you, you fucked up. You fucked up like you on fucked a, up. A, in a crazy way. Yeah, in a crazy way. Yeah, it also goes to show like how strong Miles Garrett is to like fight through two defenders and still be able to land a fucking helmet, the helmet to head yeah. contact yeah. on a player. Like that's pretty impressive. That guy's no joke. And then, and I, I mean I don't I don't want to sort of make light of the situation in that sense because he he's totally in the wrong. He totally fucked up. I think he knows he fucked up already. Um, and and I don't I, I he 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 took that one step too far. Like he just happened to have, you know, he ripped. I mean, he literally he he went after the Rudolph's helmet and like ripped it off his head because Rudolph yeah. was trying to rip his off or felt like yeah. or whatever he was pushing yeah. on his. So, but he took that one step too far where he just he did he just had it in his hand and he and he swung it, you know. And it's like you, there's just that one little click in your brain that just goes, you know what? Get drop that helmet. You gotta drop that helmet. Right. And he didn't. Yeah. And, and you're right. For, for whatever reason now going forward, however long he's suspended, if it's into next season or if they sort of suspend him for the rest of the season, basically with the intent of letting this sort of blow over for the next, you know, four to six months and then kind of going, oh, hey, you know, whatever. It, it's over, done with. And everyone kind of moves on and talks about Roger Goodell being an asshole or Kaepernick here in the next couple of days or something. And, you know, and that's usually the, the NFL's PR or the ploy or whatever. Um and I agree. And I agree with actually the, the thing that pisses me off more than anything about all this whole situation. And I with Pouncey, I, I agree with what he did coming to his defense and getting and getting uh, suspended three games for it. He even acknowledged it in an interview. He was like, "Listen, I don't I don't care what happens. I know, right. you know, I know I was in the wrong, but I was also in the right coming to my my, my right. dude's defense." The, the the Cleveland Brown dude, the other dude who gets suspended, yeah. who just came up blindsided. Rudolph just pushed him down. Like a Joby. Yeah. Like, again, like a, like a schoolyard bully kind of thing that just pushing yeah. a kid down and then standing over him. And like when he said he was defending his player or his yeah. teammate, when, when he goes that and guy pushes. Was just getting in the fight. Yeah. That and he just, just goes and pushes the, the weakest guy on the field because yeah. he wants to go hit the quarterback yeah. and not actually go toe to toe with like Pouncey or with the other guy that were actually up on Miles Garrett. Like if you're going to stand up for your player, then you go help your player and go defend 
and, and stand up to those two guys and go toe to toe with the, the guys that are actually in that. You know, like well, so. Don't, thing, that, that was getting, that was a Rudolph bitch was move. Actually, bounced too. around like a fucking ping pong ball because. Right. Gets, so then go to gets, his defense. He gets, we'll help he him gets out. Even the odds there the a little bit. And then he gets they gets hit with the helmet, and then o- Ogunjobi hits him, and then in order to like defend him, his their two Steeler players like crashed into into Rudolph trying to get to Ogunjobi. <laughs> yeah, like kind of he was just getting his ass kicked out there. Well. It was kind of funny in a sense. It was we- it was so violent in a way that it was almost comical. Like it like it was something like in a. You'd almost script it in like a, a like a bad TV show or something. You know what I'm saying? Like like this would be a show where they where they're portraying football, but they don't have the rights to the NFL. And then they were like, "Oh, let's show a brawl in the game because these guys are like bad people or something." You know, it was just it was such a weird moment. Like the more I watched it, and I kept I kept and normally I don't usually care to watch this stuff like over and over again and see replays of it and stuff, but I couldn't stop watching it this morning because it was because you, you kept picking up these little bits and pieces of it like that. You were just saying like he just. I think the, the the Steelers guy's thigh like bounced into Rudolph's head as he was trying to get up from the ground or something. You know, it was just like, yeah, the poor bastard couldn't get up at all. Oh um, man, it was so. It's it's pretty bonkers. I, I, I think that there's. A, I, I think that it's. I don't. Uh, okay, so one thing that let me. <laughs> one point that has been made, uh, I think, up by a couple of different people who are like smarter than me. I don't think an indefinite suspension is actually legal as part of the collective bargaining agreement. So I think the NFL is like well, coming up with their their own rules. I don't think you can actually indefinitely suspend a player. I, uh, I don't so, so know. So they might he, have to clarify on that. Well, I think for now, I think they can do that because they did this with um, they did this with somebody else. I think too, and then eventually you just move them like Kareem Hunt, I think it was, or something like that, right? Um, and maybe one other player. But basically, and then what I think what they do is they just buy them time right now. That's that's the first thing they say and they do. And then eventually, if nothing else, they probably just move them to like the exempt, uh, commissioner's exemption list, right? If nothing right. else. So like there, there's different things and they can kind of move these things around a little bit. So I think they can make this sort of legal and, and binding by the Players Association. Also, no one's going to no one's gonna object to it. No. Like no. I think I, no. when, when your own team is sort of throwing you under the yeah. bus yeah. Uh, from the moment it happened, I right. think that like, you you had fucking Baker Mayfield on the field being interviewed immediately after the game, being like, "That's fucked up." Yeah. Like that's like yeah. no one really just jumped to Miles Garrett's defense. No, no, and he even I think he even you know maybe whether he's uh, sincere about this or not, you know he he was at least saying the right things right after the game or this morning or whatever it was when he was doing an interview and stuff, and he you know he apologized. The thing I don't understand is is their head coach Freddie Kitchens. It shows you how how bad of a coach and a leader he is. Is that all he was like said is basically he's like I don't cond- I don't ever condone fighting, yeah. Like that was the soundbite you got from him, and it was like that's all you have to say about this. Well, I thought it was interesting that he and Tomlin fucking met up at the on the field during yeah. the fight. I don't. Th- it didn't look like he said anything, and Tomlin was the one that was doing the talking, and Tomlin was not happy. And I was like, that's how you. That's a head coach. Like well, he's the one. He's like I don't even know if he was yelling at Kitchens necessarily, but he was. He was sort of. He was. He was. Get your guys under control. Yeah, kind of, right? He yeah. was being, a th- I think he was being a leader. Kitchens was just standing there going like, oh, I wish I had a cheeseburger or something right now. Like, so I, it's, that it's guy weird. Is, he, also, he also like yelled at someone from the media immediately after as well. Of course he did. Like he had his own mis- misplaced aggression. This guy I think that, no they, I think that hmm. the person who came to, my, to, to uh, Mason Rudolph's defense the best was Mason Rudolph because when he goes after Garrett after he takes his helmet – 
that he sees him come around with his helmet and he ducks at the very last possible second. If you watch it in slow motion, if he keeps his head where it was and doesn't pull back, hmm. he's fucked. He might have gotten knocked he's out. He's so fucked, yeah. dude. Yeah. Uh, and also, like, the crazy thing is, is Pouncey isn't even, like, really, like, trying to break anything up. He's just following the play. But once he sees that, he goes after Garrett. And DeCastro is actually the one who kind of saves Garrett by, like, laying on top yeah, of him. Yeah, right. Yeah, they were the, the the Steeler guys were actually kind of smart in that sense, where they they weren't trying to fight Garrett necessarily. Uh, right. I mean, Pouncey was, but DeCastro, you're right. Uh, you know, he he was kind of just trying to break him up and keep him away from from his yeah. quarterback. And then, like you said, he landed. I, I you know, it was it's it's again, it's another layer to this thing where like two different total players have two different personalities and 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 immediate like sort of thoughts of like what to do and how to handle the situation. Yeah, I mean, I, lo- I love how Pouncey like he d- he d- wasted no time. No time. He just like jumped yeah. in there. Like right. he's pre- he's basically everyone's favorite player right now. <laughs> of course, there's a lot of like uh, Aaron Hernandez Florida jokes too because they were like teammates in the whole thing and like really yeah um, because and then there's because the, he has he has the brother who's the center I think now for uh, right. Yeah, Chargers, right? Who was like, like really Maurice good, and Marquise, or right, something. or something, right? And he was really good friends with Aaron Hernandez, and he even like would come to the defense of Hernandez even after all like what he did and stuff, right? And he was still like trying to like allegedly did, uh, yeah, allegedly. Sorry, and uh, all those things. So it's like it, it, they've they've they, those brothers have a little bit. They're kind of like the Morris brothers of, of like NBA. They've got like a little yeah. bit of a sketchy sort of background here. Like not really sure if they're actually really good guys or not, kind of thing. Um, but definitely guys you don't really kind of want to piss off and meet somewhere, uh, you, you know, you, you shouldn't be put in a bad situation. Okay. So, so the one thing that, that we have learned from this fight, <laughs> we're really breaking this thing down from all angles here. Well, the, the one thing I think we've learned from this fight, and this is the, probably the best angle is like the media, like just sunk their teeth into this. Like oh, the course. fact that there was a football game at all last, last night doesn't mean anything. It's just that everybody, it's take if, shop, right? If, it's just, everybody wants, everybody's got a like really a big... Max Kellerman's like, like Mason Rudolph should be suspended two games, and everyone like quarterback is as is as fault as anybody. Like, it's crazy to think that. Like, it's I just don't. I hate how everyone has like their own ideas of why they think how many player or how long a player should be suspended. I have no fucking idea. No, I don't know. Well, NFL I know doesn't have saw, any idea. All I know is I saw a guy swing a fucking another guy's mm-hmm. helmet at him mm-hmm. and hit him with it. And that's probably bad. Yeah. Like everything else that happened, I was like, I don't really know. Like it kind of, let's not forget one quarter earlier, a player fucking walked off the field with blood coming out of his ear Yeah. because, because of a fucking helmet to helmet hit like this game. Mason Rudolph didn't get hit nearly as hard as, uh, what's his name? Dante Johnson. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's a, it's, it's a violent sport. It's a violent game. The guy, you know, Mason Rudolph getting laid on top of by Miles Garrett and getting pissed off and trying to rip his helmet off. Everything, even Miles Garrett ripping off Mason Rudolph's helmet at that point is still kind of just football and aggression. The only thing that matters that happened yesterday is that he fucking swung his helmet and hit him in, in the head. A defenseless guy without a helmet hit him in the head with his helmet. Like, that's it. Like, that's the whole story in my mind. Like, that's the one thing that you, that stay, that sticks out and that, that, has to be dealt with from a from a suspension standpoint from a rule stand, standpoint from a fine standpoint everything else is just like whatever like people do stupid shit i feel like that is the one thing that really crossed the line as far as the nfl is concerned because nfl is just a fucking brutal and savage yeah. game like yeah this is i think someone i don't know if it was a former player or something but i think they tweeted out like i should have taken a screenshot of it to save it but basically he was saying it's like 
So you get angry when when it's like um, non con or non play field violence or something like that. Basically, was was his effect? Right. It's like, yeah, you get mad at this because this wasn't part of the actual game that you're you're used to it. Right. Stuff. But it's it's no more violent than like people are basically bashing their helmets against another dude's head all the time in this game. A guy walked up with blood coming out of his yeah ear. because he got bashed in the head with a helmet. Yeah. Right. It just didn't happen to be like the guy didn't take it off and swing it at him. He just launched his head into another dude's head. It's exactly. like, like this isn't like why are uh, people, uh, man, people, you know, listen, I, I got my issues with football and I'll still watch it all the time and stuff. But I realize that, that this isn't like, you know, there's at least some sort of a level of, of, I don't know what the hell you call it here, but, um, you know, like just. Stop with this bullshit. It, listen, if this game was if this game was really good game and if it was a high scoring game, and then this kind of happened at the end, I'm not so sure that this would have been the lead story all day long. I think I think because the game was so right. slow, so terrible, That's the a game good point. It that was this would have so gotten a little more. This got way right. overshadowed. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it was it was ab- actually terrible. Yeah, like the game itself was actually terrible. Right. And there's nothing is, to like, talk about. The really game. just made a name for himself by like getting his ass hit. Like he he. <laughs> He had to have his fucking face mask cut off. Wait, so let me ask you this though: is there is there is this a good reason to maybe just sit him down and bench him because he's so bad right now, and that he's already had one concussion, and, and maybe he gets tested, maybe he realizes maybe there's some other lingering effects here from this as well too. But at some point, like they gotta remove him from, they gotta they can't just keep keep trotting him out there, right? Because they were just doing things. They were lining up, you know, Cleveland was lining eight, nine guys in the box, and they and Cle- uh, Cincinnati or uh, Steelers were just still trying to run it. I know. Without, the a, without a starting running back, without right? two starting wide receivers. Or they were blitzing. I, and, I, don't, and I, don't, I don't think any quarterback saves this situation. I don't think so either. They, but they just don't have any offensive weapons. It's, it's, it's just a, a matter should, of fact. They should um, – Although I would love to see Paxton Lynch. I, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Like, <laughs> Wait, is he on the team? Give me Paxton. Is he on the team? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. Give me Paxton Lynch. Yeah, why not? Just do. I don't know. Maybe save this guy a little bit because this guy's this guy's getting beat. For, you know, not just last night, but for a while here. I don't know. There's something to, to me about like him. Like he's not playing well. He's not doing well. Like Hodges played okay for one game as the backup when he came in the one game a couple of weeks ago. Like just maybe get this guy off the field. That's all I'm saying. That's it. I'm not against it or for it. I I loved Mason Rudolph coming out of college. I wanted him to be great. Mm-hmm. I he throws behind receivers so bad. I think part of the reason his receivers get injured is because of his throws. Uh, I think he's I and clearly he's a liability now uh, because he's the reason that that whole shit went down. Let's let's be honest. Like if he doesn't get all fucking butt hurt, yeah. and start reaching up yeah. for, for Miles Garrett's helmet, none of this escalates where it like goes. who? How many quarterbacks do you see actually trying to retaliate? I know. I mean, he wouldn't just. Fight. I I will say this. Pouncey should have been grabbing Rudolph. Pouncey shouldn't have been following that play and waiting for like something to happen. He should have just been grabbing him and pulling him out out of the, totally. the entire right. thing. The other thing I realized, actually, this is my final thought on this: is is one he got hit too by the helmet, and then all of a sudden he he went, "Oh shit, this is serious," and like backed away, and then turned to the rest like, "Did you just yeah. see that? Like, come on, yeah. like." No, man, no. You, you got yourself into this thing. Don't all of a sudden yeah. go crying to the refs here. I know. Like, that was a bad look. You would yeah. have been better off to just fall down. Yeah, totally. Fake the injury. Or just Fake walk away. Or just, you know what, just get, stand behind your linemen and just be like, okay, you guys handle this. You got yeah. it. I'm done here. Because, yeah. I, yeah okay. I, don't know why you, I don't know why you went to the referee. Because he's a little 
Mm. I know. He looks very – he's got a very bitchy face, doesn't he? Yeah, I guess so. I, like you said, I like him too. I, I was hoping he would do well and he was sort of the heir apparent maybe to, to Big Ben and stuff. But uh, I, I, I think I think we're not going to see this guy much. Uh, yeah. I also don't think the Steelers are going to want him to sort of be the face of this team anymore. I just – it's just very – It's a hard sell. I think they're going to want – I think they're going to want to remove themselves from For this multiple entire, things here, yeah. This yeah. is sort of uh, – yeah, exactly. Uh, Mason Rudolph, although good for him for like, you know, the, the one image we had of him where that we would remember is him like walking off days without a, a face mask, uh, because they didn't, couldn't find a cart for him, uh, three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Now we have the image of him like getting smashed in the head with his own helmet. Well, I think Chris, I think we were wrong. Daniel Jones is not the new Eli Manning face. Oh, don't even do that. <laughs> don't, come on. Come on. It gets Mason Rudolph. Easy. Easy. Uh, I want, one takeaway I will say from this game that I enjoyed. I, I thought Baker Mayfield played okay. I thought he was a I, – I was kind of impressed with him. I, uh, I, I liked what I saw. I, they, they, for some reason, can't get the – couldn't get things really cooking against the Steelers defense, but I think the Steelers defense is good. But I think that the, there could have – like you said, this could have been a turning point for Cleveland. Uh, I just – I think maybe all of that momentum was lost. After this fight, yeah, we'll see. I, it's interesting. I mean, they get, like people have been saying that they have an easy schedule the rest of the way. This was, you know, I think last week they they won barely beat the Bills, and now this where they handled. You know, it's weird. Maybe they're going to get up for all the division rival games because the only other game they won, um, well, they won one other, but I can't remember what it was. But the one that they really they beat, you know, they killed the Ravens early on in the season. They Which did. Is, that was a big. That right? was a big game. So maybe I don't know. Maybe they just, they're just going to get up for all these division games and, and kind of close out the season here. Well, they've got to come to Pittsburgh in two weeks, and that's going to be a pretty uh, interesting environment. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, taking my dad. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Arv's going to the game. Nice. It's going to be a, it's going to be a real feisty one. <laughs> pretty excited. Do about some it. tailgating with the old yeah. man. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Oh no, <laughs> my dad tailgating. <laughs> that would be pretty impre- impressive. <laughs> Just, just go smoke show them all of, the helmets. The just helmet smoke truck. a ton of butts. My dad's version of tailgating is just to smoke a carton of cigarettes before the game. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, that's and like cool. a thermos of coffee. Yep, that oh, would be yeah. that would be that would be heaven for him. <laughs> it sounds kind of nice, actually. <laughs> <laughs> he'll just he'll be the guy standing next to like the classic car that somebody yeah. like mm-hmm. hand airbrushed mm-hmm. like the steel curtain just on the side. Just keep handing Bud Lights, you know, and uh, my dad won't even drink the Bud Lights. He just he just drink coffee. He oh, he like, doesn't. He, oh, he doesn't drink. Uh, no, I mean he barely drinks. He has the scotch and water once in a while. Oh, like, okay, yeah, yeah. Just bring a thermos full of that. Ugh. God, <laughs> a little scotch and soda. <laughs> Oh boy, your dad is old school. I love it. Oh, dude, scotch and soda. Mm. Uh, I think these days he's smoking. I think he's back to Marlboros. Actually, he's, he's gonna he's gonna close out the way he started. Yeah, he he danced around some other brands. He was a Winston guy for a Ooh, while. Yeah, and then it moved on to Old Gold. Uh, but I think he's <laughs> it's getting he's cheaper pushing. and cheaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. He's getting. I think he's back to just splurging up for the. Uh, the marbs. Mm-hmm. You gotta, yeah. You got. I think you get the, you, the hankering never leaves you. I think for those, uh, for reds. Yeah, for the reds. I think once you Maybe once you're right. in it for a long time, I, I think it's hard to like do anything else. I, I smoked Lucky Strike for a while mm-hmm. just because I fucking thought they were cool mm-hmm. looking. Yep. Yeah. They were gross, but man, I I was really uh, I was a I was a Lucky Strike yeah. guy. I totally forgot about that. I was a Winston guy for a while. Ugh. 
Yeah, Winston Lights. Those were my. Wow. Uh, yeah. Did you ever smoke those Ku Klux camels? The camels with a K. They came out like. <laughs> they, no, I don't think so. They, they came out like in the in the late nineties. <laughs> They're called like camel reds. Mm, no. Oh, they yeah. were pretty. They they were my cigarette for a while. Oh, but I then, think I remember those. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But once I found a little different found, branding and stuff. Once yeah. I found, yeah, Parliament like really. Uh, Parliament really sold me. That was the mm-hmm. that was the brand. Once I, I never looked back. Once I had a, a sweet sweet Parliament. <laughs> yep, that was. A, it's a very popular New York cigarette. I feel like Parliament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I didn't yeah, know you, about them or, or or see anybody smoking them until I moved here, and then it was like everybody was smoking Parliaments. There were some girls from Connecticut who lived next door to me in the in college, uh, and they smoked Parliament. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's where I first heard of them. And then when I moved to New York, I I immediately switched. Yeah, I think all my friends were smoking when I moved here. Were smoking Parliaments, and um, yeah, I don't know why. It's a big thing here. It's a very hipstery thing. I feel like. Oh please, okay, Chris. <laughs> um, so I feel like we should just jump into picks. We can actually do a short show this week. What okay, do you think? that sounds nice. I don't. I don't Since think we really have 20, enough. Twenty-five minutes in. Yeah, a ton to gab about. Uh, plus, um, yeah, let's just uh, you know, let's let's get to the good stuff. Let's okay. just get to the meat. Yeah, let's give the people what they want. Yeah, the picks, bitch. Yeah. yeah. Picks, bitch. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, Thursday night's already taken care of. You won that yeah, one. Yeah, I won because I missed the Thursday night. That's right. Thursday night. That, that's my song. <laughs> this is how Mr. Third Day Night talk. Hey, it's Third Day Night. Good book. I'm going to pee right. Mr. Third Day Night. Mr. Third Day Night. Here I come. I just made my dog. You I made my dog sound hard. like you smoke cigarettes and drink scotch and water. <laughs> hey, pop down, dog. It's Mr. Third Day Night. Oh, she's, she hates that voice. <laughs> I got her all fired up. Hey, no, Okay. Anyway, we could uh, let's do this. Uh, but how did Mr. Thursday Night do? What my record's like insane on Thursday nights. Uh, you are. What did I text you? You're like I, eight and three I'm, now. I'm maybe eight and three on Thursday nights. Mm-hmm. What did I tell you? So Chris, you said, should I start Juju and fantasy? I said no. Yep. I, I didn't said, take the. Take, I listened to. I listened I said, to you. I said one. take the under. Yeah. Was a lock. And I said Tomlin is two and five on Thursdays. Yep. Now two and six. Mm-hmm. What did you do with that advice, Chris? Well, I had all these other numbers that I was going off of um, that uh, told me to go Steelers, and I took the Steelers and lost. Yep. Yeah. Because you're not Mister Thursday now. I'm not. I'm not at all. I'm not uh, me. I'm uh, I'm four and seven now. Wow. Yep. On Thursday That's- nights. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. So also, but you know, I also said, yeah, this like there was like the the dogs have been eight and two on Thursdays. Five of them have been on the on the on the road team. Um. So you know, there's like some stats there that I you know I was like oh, I'm going with those. I yeah. thought this would be a little closer. I thought Steelers defense would step up because uh the the Browns like turn over the ball a lot on offense and Steelers have been really good about that lately. I just thought there was a lot of things in play there that that would keep this game close and taking the three points was smart. Obviously, I'm dumb. And I will not learn my lesson for next time. <laughs> you you sometimes overstat yourselves. Yeah, yourself. I totally right. I know. See, and I was actually thinking about this. I think last night it was like you just you just pick one, you go with your gut, and it works out for you. And not me, I try to do the research. I try to deep dive on this stuff and come up with the stuff, and I'm I'm failing miserably at it. 
So it goes to show yeah. you, just like when you bet, just bet. Who cares? Just bet. Right, just bet. Sometimes you do have to just bet. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Don't listen to numbers. Uh, don't listen to people. Says the guy who I think had maybe a, one of the worst weeks ever last week. But <laughs> um, Well, we both did. Okay. So we were both five and eight. But okay. I think in our defense, I think last week was a really weird betting week anyway. Okay. Where I think a lot of teams, I think a lot of people failed. And okay. um, like one of them, even like my example of last week is, and this is why, you know, we were picking games earlier in the week and why you probably shouldn't, you know, lay bets down until, you know, the day of is, you know, Detroit, Chicago, Detroit didn't have Stafford, you know, playing all of a sudden. And then that right. would have been a total easy game to, to pick Chicago on. Right. You picked Chicago anyway. I took Detroit, and I think with Stafford in that game, I think it would have been a lot closer in Detroit. I don't know, though, but I was right about the – it was the Mitchell Trubisky comeback game. Right, but you were right about that. So, anyway, for the season, we're both – we're side by side, Chris. This is crazy. We're 74, 72, and 1. That's insane. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. It's ridiculous. Like, (laughs) But we're still above 500, so that's good. This is just like – But we're – we've been been (laughs) slip-sliding – in the losing columns here for a while now. Basically, we had a pretty big, good lead here for like the first like five or six weeks. Well, let's get then. it back. Let's get it back this week. Great. Let's shake the shake like the Thursday night attitude. off. Yeah. Yeah. Shake let's go off. for it. Shake it off. Shake, shake it, it off. This is a Taylor Swift. So game game number one, Sunday, November 17th. Atlanta, Carolina. An interdivisional rivalry. Mm. Atlanta against Carolina. Mm-hmm. Atlanta is, I had written down f- plus four. Five and a half. It is now down on FanDuel's. It is now down on FanDuel. It is now down to Fan four. Duels. I love FanDuel. Atlanta four? plus four. Wow. That seems crazy, right? Like, so this is, this is to me, in my thinking, this, this was a huge overcorrection from Atlanta's big upset on New Orleans last week. That was another one that, you know, really, I think, screwed up gambling last week, is that nobody expected Atlanta to, to beat no, I did. New Orleans. But you know what happened? So, Chris... Because Atlanta beat New Orleans, that cleaned out the closet of Harold's uh, suicide pool, the knock, the knockout pool, the eliminator pool that I was that I have been running neck and neck. There were three teams left. Two teams took New Orleans. One team took ba- one one person took Baltimore. I was the person who took Baltimore. Two other jabronis lost against Atlanta, and I reigned victorious. Thank you. To the Atlanta Falcons, which is why I will take the Falcons again this week <laughs> because I owe it to them as giant killers. I owe them $2,400 Canadian. Uh, I uh, thank you so much to Harold and and to Ben Mo and to everyone who who gave me the strength and ability to win only my second ever knockout pool. The first one I lost in the first week. This one. I brought the victory home. It's back to the back to U.S. soil. So give me Atlanta and Brian Hill uh, to beat the uh, to beat the Carolina Panthers. All right, you got it. Uh, I am staying away from Atlanta. Um, they are. I, I actually broke it down on our uh, for the season here. Atlanta is two and seven against the spread. Now, wow. I know what you're saying. Well, I shouldn't awesome. be listening to those numbers anymore. That's a great number. Um, but I'm going to – I think it, I think that was a huge – it's a huge overcorrection here. There's no way Atlanta should be within four points on the spread. Um, yeah, that's a, that's an overcorrection. But I, also, I just don't know. Like Carolina just 
I feel like can win on any given week. But right, and they're going to force feed McCaffrey here. I mean, their offense is still pretty good. They're in the playoff hunt. Like they're they're um, they're a good team, and they're I, I I I don't know. I don't understand this one at all. And they're at home. I'm not sure. I'm taking Carolina. All right. Easy one here. That almost is, might even be my lock of the week here, Chris. Wow. Remember when we used to do lock of the week? <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> okay. Next game, Buffalo at Miami. Okay. Uh, this line was a lot lower. Just I, I'm looking at it now. It just bumped up to six, minus six and a half for Buffalo on the road in Miami. They played, knows with they played within a couple, uh, like a month ago or so, within a month. Buffalo barely won. Miami is playing really good and really hard as of late. Six and a half seems a lot of points on this one. I'm taking the home dog. Oh, wow. I'm going to go Buffalo. I think that Buffalo can win by a touchdown. I think that there's people have like already started to frown on Buffalo. I still think they're a six and three team. Mm-hmm. And this is a game, even though Miami's had a couple good weeks, I think that this is a game that Buffalo can easily win by seven. I think if this spread had come out three weeks ago, this would be easily a double digit spread. Mm-hmm. I think that getting Buffalo I think it was when they last played is yeah. a bargain. Okay. Yeah, I mean if yeah, I okay. Yeah, I, I don't I don't hate it. I don't hate your thinking on this one. And you're probably and you're you're probably right. Maybe like maybe Buffalo's a little bit stronger in this game somehow. Um and 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 maybe shows their sort of dominance here. But I, I'm thinking with Miami's defense and how how well they've been playing uh, and and Buffalo's offense is just is kind of just a mess at best, and yeah. and the, a lot of things have to kind of go right and and with with uh, Josh Allen here and, and what he does offensively and stuff. So I'm just I'm 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 happy to take six and a half points on this one because I think it was at one point it was like four or five points, and so now this line is increasing, um, getting more points. I'm happy to do that. Okay. Dallas at Detroit is the next one. Dallas. Uh, on the road as a favorite, minus seven. Uh, who's a quarterback? In Stafford uh, doesn't look like or sound like Stafford's going to play. There okay. still might be a chance. Maybe it's a game day decision. I don't care either way. I don't think. Um, I think this line has, has shot up as well. Uh, Detroit's getting more points. I think this was even down to four, four and a half at 1.2. I'll, take, I'll easily take Dallas uh, giving up seven points. Um, and probably... Before Stafford is ruled out, you might want to jump on that line now because if Stafford is once he's out, that line probably is going to bump up a little bit more. I would think. I I think Dallas. I think Dallas is going to start showing their dominance, and I think they're going to win their their division uh, pretty handily. I think right now they they're in a bit of a swoon. Mm-hmm. They had a great game against Minnesota. Uh, it gives me nothing to think that they couldn't easily win by a touchdown. Seven points, I just like. I think that's a good line. Mm-hmm. And I. Dallas seems to be able to win the uh, win the games against like sort of the, the mediocre to bad teams. Yeah, well, right? except for the Jets, but yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's just their whatever. Uh, okay, next one. I just uh, I realized I didn't have this on the board right away, but Denver plus ten and a half in Minnesota. Okay, not Detroit. Yeah, not Detroit. They're not not Detroit isn't playing two teams uh, in the same day. Uh, Minnesota is, is at home hosting Denver. This okay, so Minnesota at home. I, I just I, I'm still not I'm still not in favor of Kirk Cousins. I still don't think that they're a good team. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I just I'm not I'm not convinced they have it. Um, that said, I, like I, don't, I, don't even, I don't even know who's a quarterback for Denver in this game. It's some other Allen. Um, uh, Brian Allen. Brian Barrett Bruce Allen. or Steve. Davey. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is this is a game I don't even want to pick. Do you have a do you have a feeling on it? 
I don't because I, I hate I hate um, I hate Minnesota gambling with them or trying to figure them out this year. And I, at one point, I was going to try to do a breakdown of all the of all the teams we've kind of we've kind of bet on or against this season. Although that seems kind of it's kind of a hard thing I think to kind of um, quantify. Quantify, exactly. Thank you. Uh, but Minnesota six and four so far on the season. I think again they sort of beat sort of the bad teams. And they've kind of struggled here and there. With this, just feels like a. It's Minnesota at home. It's ten and a half points on. That's kind of the sticking point, and that's kind of the problem. Is is Denver's defense? I think it seems to be good enough lately that they've been kind of holding offenses, um, kind of down and suppressing them, and and kind of keeping them in games, and and even winning a few games in the last couple of weeks that they probably shouldn't have. So it kind of scares me a little bit. Um, and and then and the dogs and another thing that another stat to throw out there that is you know the dogs have kind of had a resurgence in the last week or two about winning games and whatnot as well. But I, I just for no other reason Minnesota at home I just feel like they're going to establish the dominance and 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 I'll, I'll take them minus the points even though it's it's way too many points I think to give up. Yeah, I'm going to take Denver just because I remember like a game where Minnesota couldn't cover like the same amount of points against the Redskins. I feel like that Minnesota doesn't cover double digit spread, so give me Denver. Okay, great. Houston, Houston. plus four. This is the game everyone's going to be so excited to watch. It's the game of the week, Chris. I it's hate to bring it to you, but it's going to be quarterbacks a, who are the MVP. Not. This is going to be a very much a Houston comeback to earth game. This is a this, Houston. I don't think is as good as everyone thinks or wants mm-hmm. them to be. Mm-hmm. I think that Baltimore will win this game handily. Uh, four and a half isn't even close to enough points. I don't uh, think so either. I think Houston's going to get their asses kicked. Yeah. Give me Baltimore. I'd happily give up four and a half points taking Baltimore in this one. One hundred percent. Yeah. One hundred percent. Baltimore might be like the second best team in football. Mm-hmm. They might be. They might be. Okay. Jacksonville plus three in Indianapolis. Uh, Jacoby Brissett is back. is back, most likely. Um, this is where we also have to say goodbye to the Fu Manchu. Fu, Fu Minchu? Right. Uh, the Duval, the pride of Duval now, Gardner Minchu, is not starting. The angelic. Nick Foles is back in the saddle. Can he lead them to a win or at least a cover against the Colts? So I think that Jacksonville is in a great position right now. Mm-hmm. I think Minshew brought that team closer together. I think Minshew helped expose some of their weapons like Chark or Chalk or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Chark. Chark. Uh, I think that they're a Baby Chark. more – a, a more balanced team. They know what they have on offense. And I think Foles is a better quarterback that can now ha, has had a chance to sort of watch and learn, which is what he's good at. Like he's good at finishing seasons for other quarterbacks. Mm, the closer. I think he's a bit of a closer. I like, I like Foles. I like Jacksonville to make the playoffs. Yeah. Indianapolis seems to be kind of floundering and I know they didn't have their quarterback, Dunzo. but Dunzo. yeah, they feel Doesn't like matter. They just feel like even with Brissett in there, it doesn't feel like they were ever quite like offensively like good enough. No, you know, and then they're kind of their defense doesn't show up once in a while, and yeah, they seem too too hot or cold. And, and let me put it to you this way: if you had to pick a team to make it to the playoffs, Jacksonville or Indianapolis, who would you pick? Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I think I picked Jacksonville at the beginning of the season to make the playoffs. So there you go. Um, I, I'm, th- I'm kind of holding myself to that a little bit here. I don't know what to make of Indianapolis anymore. I'm kind of jumping off that ship a little bit. And, and they, I like the coaching. The, yeah, I love the coaching. The AFC is still so wide open that it's not inconceivable for to Jacksonville to go on a run here, just like you said, because they're bringing in 
Uh, Kira Sedgwick. I mean, Nick Foles. It was a little closer joke, TV joke. but uh, That was great. <laughs> that was great. You took a joke that we had made and made another joke about it. It's not like people would call him the closer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> people are going to start calling him the closer now, though, Chris. Let me tell you. Kevin Bacon's wife. Yeah. <laughs> okay, New Orleans, minus five. Wait, I just made a, I made a six degrees of Kevin Bacon you joke did, yeah. about Nick Foles. That's, mm-hmm. how, that's how you get six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yeah, now, now it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. New Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans. Tampa Bay. Minus five on the road in this Tampa is an, Bay. This is an, another overreaction line. Yes. This is because New Orleans just lost. This line this line is 15 points if it happens last week. Uh, give me New Orleans it's at least, five. It's at least 13. Yeah, give me right? New Orleans in five. Yeah. It would be fun. It would be fun if Tampa Bay won this one. This but might be a shootout. Atlanta already took their – already took – yeah, give me the over. Yes. Don't get me wrong. Right? Give me the over. Yes. Even though it's 50, which is a ton. That's not give that me much over. actually. 25 each, you know, like that's not – I don't think that's that big of a – um, here's the sneaky thing about this game, though. If Marshawn Lattimore is their starting cornerback for for New Orleans, if he is out, that changes their defense completely, and that's what happened last week against against Atlanta. And all of a sudden, like Lattimore can't just lock down Mike Evans here, and it kind of opens up the whole rest of the defense where everyone else has to sort of compensate, and the rest of their uh, secondary isn't good enough to sort of do that. So I expect. I expect kind of a lot of points here probably from Tampa Bay. So five and a half isn't so, somewhat unreasonable maybe in that sense. I'm just not sure that they can with, – with the mistakes that Winston makes and interceptions and stuff, I, I, I feel like it's – Tampa Bay should be getting a lot more points here. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, I agree. Okay. I mean, I, I don't agree, but I, I I see what you're saying. Yeah, like, yeah. There's a part of me that's like, oh, I'm also realizing they, to... like this is one of the only games that you're not taking the home team. So mm. you're very, you're very. I feel like you're very home heavy. God Maybe I'm wrong. But... What am I doing? No, I'm taking a lot of road teams. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm. I don't know. Mix anyway. of the road. All right. So okay. next game. Game, game of, of the, the week. week. <laughs> New York Jets. <laughs> Washington Redskins. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jets are the road dog plus one here. Geis is back. Yes. That's exciting. Yep. Whether he the plays Geis or is, not. The Geis is right. We've got the Geis and Gase. The Geis and Gase game. Geis and Gase, yeah. Geis and Gase. It's anybody's Sounds Gase. Like a Broadway play. It's, it's anybody's Gase who can win. Geis and Gase. Geis and Gase. <laughs> Guys and gays. Gays <laughs> and guys. I don't know. Whatever. I love that Broadway musical, Guys yeah. and Gays. It's about a guy who can't do, stop doing cocaine and another one who can't stop getting injured. <laughs> guys and gays. Chris, I got, a, I got an interesting note for you on this game. Sure. Uh, a, a while back on the show, I told you an interesting sad that Adam Gase was the first Jets quarterback to start 0-3 since our old buddy Lou Holtz did it back in 1976. Yes. Well, there's more to that story, Chris. As it turns out, Lou Holtz's team and tenure with the Jets was so bad that they ended up at 3-10. and 10, Okay. And Lou Holtz quit. He didn't, even, he didn't even finish the season. He walked away. Gase can't quit because he, uh, he's got no other options. Like, what does he do after this? <laughs> go follow Lou again. Paul Lou Holtz's lead, go to college, become the head coach. Well, we said he should Notre go to Dame. Notre Dame. <laughs> uh, 
I think the Jets are sort of tanking. Give me Washington at home. This is going to be a game where they actually score a lot of points. the The line is thirty eight and a half. I think Washington actually puts up some decent points here. Oh, I don't think look out do. for a big game from Terry McLaren. Yes. Uh, give me Washington and uh, give me the over. Okay, I I would say take the under because I think both of these offenses are so inept and both defenses are are good. Uh, good enough to kind of keep this down enough that um, I like the under on this one. But I will take the road Jets for no other reason is is um, actually for no reason at all. I don't know why I want to take the Jets. I just I just I'm just not going to take the, the skins here. I'm taking the road dog. I think is is probably my only reason. Okay. Yeah. Arizona game actual game of the week. Yeah, probably. Maybe. I like this game. Yeah, I think it's a fun one. Yeah, this might be a good fun one. Uh, Arizona plus eleven and a half. Yeah, in San Francisco. Give me your pick because I've got I I feel very lockish about this one. I feel Drew lockish about. Ooh, this one. oh. Um, I got before we get to the picks on this one. Can I just say I was watching that Seahawks game. Yeah. Uh, Seahawks 49ers game last week. Good game. Crazy. Um, but just. Kyle Shanahan, the head coach of the 49ers, remind you of anybody? I don't know. Who should he remind me of? Doesn't he kind of look a lot like the uh, the character Kendall Roy from Succession? Really? Oh, my God. I I feel like I have seen that. I wanna, I'm going to do a little side-by-side comparison. Because- Trust me. The internet has already done side-by-sides of this, too. I, I yeah. literally thought this during the game, and then I started looking it up, and like it was all over the internet. Really? Yes, people are just that's all they were talking about that night was basically was was how much and there are so many side 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 to side comparisons of this. It's really? kind of scary how close he is when he's like got his hat and in his face. Oh man, it's just He must fucking hate that too. Oh, I, he's, I, he's yeah. such a an image guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. It's not the worst look. No. No. But maybe not the best look either. It's not really who you want to be associated with. <laughs> Well, also, also my final take, um, Bill Belichick is going to look like a genius in a couple of years. When oh, the, really? Bill Belichick? Yeah. Even no. more of a genius. Get out of here. Even town. more of a genius, Chris, when the yeah. Niners cut Garoppolo because he just isn't cutting it for them. And Bill Belichick scoops him up off the waiver wires right around the time Brady is retiring and he inserts Garoppolo as a starting starting quarterback for the Patriots and wins a couple more Super Bowls with him. This is the stupidest take I've ever heard. But I no, it's not. Garoppolo does not look like a competent quarterback. Garoppolo isn't a competent quarterback. I right. told you that. Exactly. So, in like whenever San Francisco can like affordably cut him and get rid of him, they're going to. And then Bill Belichick is going to come right back in, scoop him up, bring him back to the team because he's in love with that guy and wanted him to replace Brady for the last couple years. So here's the thing. Arizona is giving up 11 and a half mm-hmm. to a team that I think is going to start to have a bit of a slide since they finally lost their first game. I think that pressure was too much for them. Mm-hmm. Kittle's not playing. I don't believe. No, I think he's out. Uh, he's very doubtful. Uh, I think that the future is Arizona. I love Kyler Murray. I, I, I think 11 and a half is bonkers. This, I would take, I'm going to put all the money I have on Arizona to cover that. This was a very Olympics. close game a few weeks back as well, I believe, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, and I think Atlanta, uh, Arizona is probably the sneakiest team against the spread this year. They're seven and three. Can we also stop having interconference games or interdivisional games uh, like two weeks apart? 
Like, I hate that trend. Yeah, why can't they spread them out a little bit? They used to why? spread I them did, out more. I know. I fucking hate it. I, I hate playing is, the same team twice within two or three weeks. Right? Yeah, it's really yeah. stupid. Um, I, I, so I, I'm, I'm mostly on board with your take here about the whole thing, too. It scares me. San Francisco's at home coming off a, a bad loss that they they might kind of kind of regroup here and stuff. But I just don't nah. believe they can yeah. either. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, 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 I think they're a little overrated as well. I think Arizona, I think it's a smart thing to do is take the, take the 11 and a half points and, and uh, go with the cover here. Thank you. Let me just actually double check on that one. Well, it's down to 10 and a half now. Does uh, that uh, change? I still take it. Okay. 11 and a half is juicy though. 11 and a half is very juicy. I do like 10 and a half as well though. So we'll, we'll keep that on the, on the board there. Speaking of ten and a half, we've got Cincinnati at Oakland, and okay. that is another ten and a half. So this which is, is crazy to me. This is now Oakland up to eleven and a half, Chris. Really? Yes. Okay. So um, then, you, yeah, no, you're very, you're very. I see you changing the lines in here. You're getting very, very nervous. You're doing all sorts of weird math. <laughs> but let me just banter here quickly. Cincinnati, uh, though, I think that they could, they'll, they'll certainly lose this game and might end up with the number one pick overall. Uh, I think that they can cover it 11 and a half. I, I just, I like, I like the direction Oakland's going. Um, but I just don't expect them. I, I just don't like when two sort of bad teams are playing to give anyone more than a 10 point or even like seven point, uh, edge. So I'm going to take Cincinnati in the point. I like your thinking at least with Cincinnati. Although I think Cincinnati is a really, just a really terrible team. Um, and Oakland's actually not that bad. And Oakland actually has a chance to make the playoffs, I think, this year, which is an yeah, incredible thing to think about here. But I'm with you with the, with the amount of points here. I think um, also Cincinnati has been um, – well, they're only three and six in covering this year, but I feel like they've always been kind of kind of close games here and there, maybe some garbage time points or whatever. Joe Mixon started running well last week. I'm, I'm going to go with you just because, of the, just because of the point total here on this one. I'll take, I'll take Cincinnati with those points, and, and I'll live with a defeat if, if it comes to that. But, um, um, yeah, I'll, I, I'm, I'm comfortable with that one. Okay. New England, next game up, minus three and a half. Yep. In Philly. Yep. I don't be... know. There was a part of me, I think, Super earlier. Super rematch. There, there was Philly-Philly. <laughs> can, can the Eagles bring back Nick Foles just for this game? Yeah. That would be amazing, I think. And Lombardi. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, that'd be even better. Um, there was a part of me earlier this week, I think I was thinking Philadelphia here and the points as the home dog. But I'm not sure I can bet against New England and the Patriots. It's a fool's bet. It's right? a fool's bet. Right? Like, New England's probably just going to dominate these guys. Yeah, but there is something interesting about a plus 166 money line. Uh, New Philly has not been a good against the Coming off of a loss... I, the thing is, is like New England just consider it a bye week, right? Like New England just doesn't lose off of a bye week. Yeah. They just, they, when they have two weeks to prepare for a team, they just don't lose. Yeah. So you've got to take New, New England. I'd love for Philly to win. I'd love to be wrong. But if I'm going to be like a true gambler, I would not fuck around and give my money away like that. Yeah. It, it's weird because, you know, we keep going back to like all these, you know, the, the dogs have been winning so much this year. Um, Especially, I think home dogs in 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 general for for the most part. Um, especially last week, but this this whole week, I, I'm I'm looking at all the dogs and I'm like, I don't like any of them basically, right? I, I, although yeah. we've been taking a lot of them, 
I think it's just out of you know habit maybe at this point, but I'm not convinced that these these dogs are still the ones to bet on. And this is I think this is the the game that's the prime example of it this week. It's like you take you take New England. Don't be stupid. Yeah. Sunday night. Hey Chris, this is in breaking news. Oh God. Bill Russell has said he's finally ready to be a Hall of Famer. Wow. He's accepting his Hall of Fame ring. 44 years after he was inducted into the Hall of Fame. Congratulations, Bill Russell. You're one of a kind. Welcome to the club. We'll give you he all the news that you can't He's use. ready to die. That dude's just ready to die. Jesus He's like, oh, Christ. here, I've got, I got something to get buried with. You got to see these pictures. Look at the pictures on Twitter of the Bill Russell, <laughs> him get, getting his ring. He can't find the camera in a single one of the pictures. He's <laughs> he, looking in a different he doesn't direction. He need to. Like, He's old. Man, he's like, yeah, he's like, I got, I got yeah. a ring. I got camera? a ring. Where's the camera? Who's this, camera? Who's this white girl touching me so much? What's the lots of morning doing here? Get out of here. So, you ain't no Hall of Famer, Chris. Uh, you would have taken a pause three sentences ago. I would have had a nice segue from you know who else is ready to die? One of these two next teams. Oh, <laughs> god damn it. Okay, Chicago so, plus yeah. six and a half in LA against the Rams. How is this still the Sunday night game? Can't they flip this? Like, is is this a chance? Like, this could could this change? Okay, so the, here's my problem. They're they've already decided to flip the Seattle Philly game, which is in like two or three weeks, right? Yeah, and they've they've rotated that one out for something else. That in that game, whatever the game was, it makes probably a little more sense. It's a, it's a kind of a bigger. It might have been like whatever. It doesn't matter. Whoever it was, but why don't they do it to this game? Yeah, yeah. Like that's. I wish you'd rather watch New England Philly. That'd yes. be so much more fun. Yes. Absolutely. Or Arizona, Arizona, San Francisco. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So we got to watch fucking the Rams, who are the most boring team in football, play against the most inept team in football. Oh, man. In the ineptitude bowl. Does one of these teams have to win? <laughs> we... I think this is a game where Goff, like, ha- is, like, has a bit of a comeback, plays a little bit more loose, uh, has a couple touchdown passes to Cooper Cup. Uh, I like the Rams, uh, even with six and a half at yeah, home. I do, too. Uh, I think that, the Rams defense is too good for Trubisky to even have like a reasonably good game at. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Although I love, I love the Rams. And it sounds like Mon- sh- Montgomery not, might not be playing now as a running back. So like if, if Chicago doesn't have a running back at all now, basically to play, if he's out. Sticking um, by my losing Jordan Howard was the biggest loss mm, for, the, for yeah, the Bears. This year. Yeah. No one is, no one says it, but I believe it. Only you need to say it, Chris. That's what matters. <laughs> Oh, what's the sound of one hand clapping in the forest? (laughs) Me making a prediction. (laughs) Final game, Chris, Monday night. It's in Mexico City. All right. Kansas City as the road favorite, minus four against the the Chargers are big in Mexico City. This might be the biggest home. I think next to the, the Eagles or next to the Raiders. I think um yeah, I think they're pretty big. The Chargers are even going the extra mile here and practicing in Denver all week in preparation for this game because of the altitude. Oh, I like the Chargers here. Uh just because I think that like they're a team that like hasn't given up yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, They've got a I resurgence think, here. Yeah, it's it's fun to watch them like especially play like in maybe a true home field for the first time all maybe. season. Maybe. Uh KC's still going to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They're going to lose a couple more here and there, mm-hmm. uh, but they're going to be fine by the time playoffs roll around. I think that it's a perfect thing to get people off of their scent. Uh, I think people are very Baltimore and, and Patriots uh, heavy. Uh, I would, in fact, if I'd probably place a little bit of money on KC to win the AFC at least, maybe the Super Bowl. Mm. 
uh, I will say this: me and my uh, homie Matt Rafer Austin every year we pick an early season uh, futures. We pick a team with high odds to win the Super Bowl. Sometimes it wins, sometimes it doesn't. This year we bet forty dollars on Baltimore to win the Super Bowl Ooh. at plus twenty five hundred. That's, That's a forty nice. to win a thousand dollar bet. That's that that nice, bet man. that that line has moved to plus seven hundred. So even if it doesn't pan out, I feel very sharpish because of that. Uh, and I think right now, this is about the time when I picked uh, the Patriots to win the Super Bowl because people were looking off of them. I think I would probably put a little money on KC if you have it because I think that they're going to come around. Okay. I'm a little worried about their defense because their defense, I think, is even worse than last year's, which was really bad. Um, but can't you see, like, for the Baltimore – I guess I guess it'll be Baltimore and the Patriots to get the bye, right? Probably at this so point, they, it's looking like that. I mean, Kinsey has four losses, which is incredible to think that they already have four losses this year. There are, and they're also four and six against the spread this season, which I think is another kind of indication that people have been kind of overvaluing Kansas City, at least in this sense. Although that might explain the reason why it's only four points here. Is that if the KC? Well, here's a weird thing: if KC loses and Oakland wins, they're tied. Yeah. For the AFC. Right. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. interesting I, yeah. but that's sort the of Chargers are then point. right almost a, a game or maybe two games maybe it, behind them. Then wouldn't you, want the, wouldn't you want KC in that value right now? I feel like it's worth it. You no, know, I, I think you're right here. I, I just um, – I, I still have concerns about that team overall as a thing. I, I think um, there's, a, there's a step back here that's it's already happening here, and I'm not sure they can kind of rebound to that degree where they can go to the Super Bowl and knock off either Baltimore or New England in the playoffs potentially. Especially speaking on the future, road. Speaking of futures, let me bounce this one off you. How do you like uh, Green Bay to win the NFC at with a parlay with Aaron Rodgers as MVP? I don't hate it, but I think the Talk MVP. I think the MVP one's going to be really tough here now because I mean you've got Lamar Jackson, um, you've got Russell Wilson, and if both those teams at least finish with ten wins. I think that's enough that those guys are probably one and two with also with McCaffrey here. And if, if the Carolina makes the playoffs with no Cam Newton and it's all Christian McCaffrey, I mean, that guy is probably what 80% of that, their offense at least. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to get injured. Uh, well, that's also the thing there too, potentially too, that is his downfall, the overuse there potentially. But I think with those three guys alone and, 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 uh, Rodgers hasn't been putting up really great stats where he's not I don't, you can look this up cuz I'm not totally sure but I don't think he's at the top of any of the list for yardage or touchdowns or anything that you know you would kind of maybe consider for MVP voting here like they're winning games but it's not because of Rodgers whereas Russell Wilson, McCaffrey and Lamar are the reason those teams are so successful. Lamar for sure. Yeah. All and right. even Deshaun Watson I think you would That's all even... I wanted. I just wanted you to talk me out of it. Right. I, I appreciate you, you doing it for yeah, me. There you go. Uh I look at back. But what, on if you a, did a, what if you did a Lamar Baltimore parlay? Well, that's actually pretty good. Hmm. That might be worth it. Okay, look into it. Okay, yeah. I will. Uh, so I would. I just want to reiterate this. I've, I I I want to take it one step further on the Arizona San Francisco game, which I'm so high on. The money <laughs> line is plus four seventy. Plus four seventy. Okay, that's like basically five to one for Arizona money line. I think. Do it. Do I'm gonna it, do it. Do I'm gonna it. do it. That's gonna be my bet this week. Okay, there give you me go. that Arizona money line. Yeah. Uh, and Chris, you show have me the money. A great weekend. You too, Chris. We're almost under an hour. We gotta go. Oh.
Okay, bye.